Hey babies, this is Lynn. I'm your host, and this is from me to you. So today I kind of just want to touch up on the feeling. And when I say the feeling, I'm talking about you ever have that moment where it's just you make yourself believe something, even when the facts weren't presenting to weren't presented to you as such. You ever sat there and made yourself think that if I was to do this, this would happen regardless of how the facts aligned and showed you that it wouldn't. Well, I'm here to inform you that you're not crazy and this is not something that you yourself deal on your own, that I'm dealing with that, my mom's dealing with that, my best friend dealing with that, my friends dealing with that, everybody around us are dealing with that just in different ways. And that feeling is best known as paranoia. So as I just said, what is paranoia? Paranoia is a voice in your head that literally its only goal is to make you think that you're going crazy. Paranoia is a thing that convinces you that the people that are telling you and showing you that they love you don't really love you. Paranoia is the voice that before you post that fire pic on Instagram, on Facebook, is making you think, nah, it's not good enough to be seen. That's paranoia. Paranoia is the voice that makes you think, nah, if I ask this girl out right now, she gonna dub me. That's paranoia. Paranoia is the thing that's holding us back from our current lives and are holding us back from the opportunities to follow. So where does it usually come from? It's, so, it's such a simple concept, so it doesn't need to be dragged on. But it's funny how such a simple concept has so many things attached to it and how it can lead to so many things, but yet stop you from doing so many things. So paranoia, basically, it could stem from just about anything. Your last relationship, this boy told you that he loved you or this girl told you that, you know, she's not like your last girlfriend, that she's different. Or this boy told you, I understand what you've been through. I won't do it to you. And they do. And now for the rest of your life or for the rest of however you allow it to go on to, you will think, all my boyfriends or all my girlfriends are lying to me. Why? Because my last relationship went wrong and this is what I told them and this is what they used against me. How can someone do that to me? It's really frustrating, but that's one of the things that could lead to paranoia for a long time. Another thing could be insecurity stemming from whatever. Like, And what I, when I say whatever, it could be it could be um, a failed marriage with, between your parents. That's going to affect your mindset on marriage. That will build paranoia on how relationships are supposed to go because you're thinking, okay, well, everybody, all relationships fail. Because growing up, you've seen a failed marriage between your parents. You've seen a failed marriage between your uncle and your aunts and your cousins. So you will think, I shouldn't get in a relationship that long term because it's bound to fail. Comparing yourself to others is one of the main things that will build paranoia. And when I say this, babies, I say it with all my heart. It's something that we tend to do by accident and sometimes even on purpose. Um, And it really does have to stop because you will automatically think 
paranoia, this is a perfect example of it too. When you're in a relationship with somebody, comparing yourself to this other girl or this other boy will make you just automatically think that my boyfriend or my girlfriend must feel the same way about this girl or boy that I feel in that in that she's prettier than me or he's better than me. He could do more for her than me. You're making yourself, you're convincing yourself that this person is just naturally better than me because I think they're better than me, so they must be better than me. That's that's paranoia. Paranoia will really do that to you because that's just what it is. That's like I said, that's his only goal, that's his only intention is to mess up your life in whatever way that it can. Past school experiences. Now, paranoia could just pop up in just about anything. And yes, it can come through school too. You could stop yourself from applying for that scholarship because that little you're paranoid enough to think I'm not going to get it anyway, so why should I even apply? My grades aren't good enough. You know, I'm not that good of a student. I'm not going to get this internship. I might as well not. Too many. It's too competitive. You know what? It's too competitive. Let me not even try. Because you're paranoid enough to think that you're not good enough. And, like, I don't know if you guys see it yet, but this is all a matter of self-love. self Well, self-acceptance is not the word, but self-love. Like, loving yourself enough to know that maybe my past grades weren't good enough but yes I should I should you know do this or the past relationship that went wrong um the past relationship that went wrong you know like I told I chose to tell him everything but I know I'm a good person enough to know that he shouldn't be doing this to me so I'm gonna trust it anyway paranoia really stems from that from you know not loving yourself enough to understand your value and that you're precious and you're valuable, you're priceless. So, you know, and another thing that really does stem to paranoia and that people struggle with most, that it affects them most, I mean, is when you're sensitive. And you know what? I do think that's sometimes people are openly sensitive and then there are times when people are not as openly sensitive. Being sensitive is not... A person that is sensitive does not only spend their time, you know, crying or, um, you know, being sad all the time or it's not always like that because a tough person could also be sensitive. And unfortunately, we live in a society where men are not brought up to be sensitive. But most of the time, regardless of if they cry or not, they're just as sensitive or even more in some cases sensitive than females. And instead, they develop, instead they, how can I say this? Instead of crying, instead they punch walls because they're just as sensitive. Their emotions are still there. So, but how does this tie in into being paranoid like how does this build paranoia well you're sent when you're sensitive emotions you feel them harder than others so when you're when you're in the middle of that conversation in that text message and they stopped answering for five minutes when they usually take two minutes because you're sensitive you will think something is changing the relationship is not there anymore. Something happened that they don't feel the same way about me because that's just that's just how it's bound to happen. And 
unfortunately, being sensitive really does make you vulnerable to paranoia. So, like I was just leading on, does self-love and paranoia, you know, mix? And should be told, they really do not. And let me tell you why. They can't mix because going back to that picture, you know, that, that fire pic that you wanted to post on Instagram and Facebook, regardless of that voice trying to tell you, it's not going to get that much likes or people are going to think it's ugly because you yourself already know, oh, this is a beautiful picture and I love this picture of myself. You're not going to stop yourself from uploading it because at the end of the day you love the picture i shouldn't care what other people think and like i already gave that example before a little prior but going with the relationship things yes you couldn't have you could have gotten cheated in the previous relationship and although that paranoia that paranoia voice in your head will tell you well you know you're still not good enough for this person well they're gonna do the same thing because the last person did the same thing because you love yourself enough to know, well, I'm valuable. I know what he, ha- I know what he has in his hands. I know what she has in her hands. I'm just gonna trust it anyway. Because you know about yourself. Because you know you love yourself, and that you are a diamond, and that you are a star. You, you're not going to care enough to think, oh, well, they might hurt me because no, because self-love and paranoia don't mix. And now this is not to say that because you get those paranoid moments that you don't love yourself. No, because we live in a society that builds that paranoia and I heard regardless. But all I'm saying is with the self-love, you're, you automatically make yourself 90%, 90% less likely to be paranoid. And the thing about paranoia is while it forces while it ruins these things, while it forces you to think that way for you to ruin the things, it doesn't the, the things. It doesn't only affect your current life. It doesn't only well, it does only affect your current life, but it doesn't only affect your present. And I, I think I touched up on that a little earlier. It doesn't only affect your present. If you allow this paranoia to control over yourself now, it will not only affect your present, but every day forward. It will it will affect everything to come. And I say that to say, going back to that applying for that scholarship or that internship, being paranoid will make you think, well, I don't qualify for it, right? But what's to say that if you had applied for that internship, Later on, you would have met somebody that would be great networking for that job, great networking for that school that you really wanted to get into. Because regardless of whether or not you knew you were going to get in, had you applied anyway, took the chance, you could have found yourself with that person to network for the future. Paranoia would really ruin anything for you. It would ruin that relationship you're in because you might think, That voice might make you think that this person don't love you. But what's to say that this man or this woman wasn't your wife or, you know, your husband? Paranoia will make these things happen and it makes sure others don't. And that's why it's something that needs to be worked on, like, now. So, can it be stopped? Can paranoia be stopped? 
yes, it can be stopped. And there's a couple, this is not a 12-step program because it's different for everybody. But one thing that I would suggest is learn to love yourself. And this is like this whole channel from me to you is really about learning to love yourself and learning to find yourself, learning about yourself, finding out who you are, you know, and when you learn to love yourself, when you love yourself, like I said, the voice won't have as much power over you. And getting over paranoia is also a little about trust and faith. And I know some of my babies that are not very religious, that are not very spiritual. This, I am not only talking about God Almighty, you know, so don't stop listening because I'm, you know, I'm mentioning God. Because for me, my my higher power that I might um, choose to believe in and trust and faith is God. Because believing in that higher power is important to getting rid of paranoia because it's accepting, well, it's believing that there is someone that is watching over me that won't let me get hurt in the process of me choosing to trust and having faith in the people that I'm letting into my life. So that friend that the voice is trying to make you think that don't like you, well, trust them enough or have enough faith in them to think that, okay, well, they won't do me like that, you know, and then have trust in God to know that, well, he won't let them do me like that. And if God forbid, you know, it does end up happening that they do end up doing you like that. Well, it doesn't have anything to do with your character but everything to do with theirs so it all goes back to just letting go just literally just leave and I know this is hard for most of us because this is not something that we're used to but it is so important sometimes to just let go and let God just let go and be free for my babies who don't believe in God but for me it's just let go and let God and I know something that I'm saying consistently like like you know, this is something I mastered, but it's not. And it's one thing, it's it's one thing to, you know, say it. And it's one thing, but it's another thing to hear it too. Because I've been telling myself this over and over, but saying it out loud really is making me realize you really do have to let go of that, that thing that's just consistently on your shoulder. It has to go because once you let it go, that voice can't have that power over you because, baby, you don't care. You don't care enough to let it affect you. You're choosing to have trust. You're choosing to have faith. And I know it's hard when everybody or the people around you, most of them, have already abused that trust. But for your own good, you have to just let go. Just take a breath. Let go. Let go. I'm, I'm sick. Sorry. But, um... That really is all I have for today. Um, just let go. Let God take a big breath. Like, take a deep breath in. And let it out. And just every time you feel like the voice is just consistently in your head, just deep breath in, deep breath out. Go read. Go watch a movie. Go watch stand-up comedies. Let, like, don't allow the feeling to overcome you because you are in control that really all that's really all it comes back to you are in control 
Once again, my name is Lynn, and I was your host for this podcast from me to you. And I hope that you liked it. And I hope that you come back every Wednesday. I will have an upload. That's the goal in the name of Jesus. Um, and today's upload was really just about paranoia. And I pray that, you know, you got something out of it. And with that being said, have a good day. And I hope to, well, I hope you hear me next time. Bye, babies. Love y'all.